0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
3: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
4: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car.
2: This is Straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas. Your host, RJ Bell. Give me a girl, give me phone, the, the pregame show America has always wanted. The future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell.
5: You heard it. I'm RJ live, 200 stations, coast to coast, six o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here in Las Vegas. Action-packed probably is an understatement. Show on Wednesday. You know we're a big fan of the herd. Colin, one of his things he does, it's fun. He winks at the audience. We always say this may be the best Monday show in history. I'm going to say this could be one of the great straight out of Vegas shows in history. So much to talk about. So many interesting takes. And yes, you, everyone's wondering, where was Fezzik? On Monday, Steve Fezzik, MIA, missing in action due to losing betting action. We had to come up with a new acronym for that. Why? OKC. OKC, okay, he doubled down, he tripled down, talking on Twitter, thousands of dollars. You think on Monday he'd be here to answer. He wasn't here. No one could hear. Texts, calls, nothing. Tuesday. Now, typically he takes Tuesday off for senior day. to rest, nap, go to the early birth special, wear white shoes, all kind of things like that. And... So we didn't know, was he still missing an action? Still no communication. Well, we're happy to say, sitting in, back to face the music, Steve Fezzik. Steve, where were you Monday?
6: I was at an undisclosed location, RJ. I am a professional gambler. This has nothing to do with Oklahoma City. There's certain opportunities that come up every now and then. Certain places, certain times, I've got to be there to take advantage.
5: Unexpectedly?
6: Unexpectedly.
5: And you know, it's almost like, remember in Breaking Bad, when Walter White was gone, like, for three days? And he faked, I think they called it a fugue state. He he faked that he had, like, he 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 didn't know where he was. He just woke up, and he was somewhere, you know, three days later. <laughs> you know, usually there's hookers involved in that. But we're going to trust that's not the case with Fezzik. We're so happy he's back, and boy, oh boy, he's going to have a lot to answer for with OKC. But first, Jonas Knox in L.A., I think we need to wrap our arms around this great moment. I mean, for men of a certain age, mid-40s, you know, the, there's Michael Jordan over, what was it, over Elo? Yeah, Craig Elo. I mean, there's those famous moments, and Jonas, it strikes me as a fan— that what we saw from Lillard yesterday fit is, is gonna go down in history.
4: Absolutely, Damian Lillard with 50 points in a 118 115 win for the Portland Trailblazers. They eliminate the Oklahoma City Thunder, and here was Lillard getting his 50th point from 37 feet out.
2: Lillard with 47 tonight, working it down to two to one. A deep three. Oh! What? win the series of walk-off free from Lillard! Damian Lillard from
5: way
0: downtown!
5: Wow. Wow. I mean, doesn't it, you know, here's the thing. We could bet on anything. We could bet on poker. That could be our focus. And there was a time in the mid-2000s, the moneymaker boom that maybe there was more money in poker, Fez. If you would have went hardcore, because you've always been a really good poker player, you know, let's say, uh, you you certainly could have made it your profession. I'm guessing you were tempted in the 2000s when the boom was booming, but you stuck with sports.
6: And frankly, I wasn't good at poker back in the early 2000s, so it was an easy decision to stick with sports then.
5: Yeah, but you know, the fact that you've, become so and again we we met you know each other like seven years ago. but the fact that you so quickly became someone that could make a living from it tells me that was always an option and there was and there was so much money to be made and you just but but sports was what you wanted to bet on because you're a sports fan. Brad, same thing with you. I mean when you started out with Phil Steele, a lot of it I mean I wonder how much of it was your love of sports. And how much of it was
7: your love of it was. I got that job because of my love of college football way before the betting came into it. Yeah, so
5: I, I think it's important. You know, we say cold cash over hot takes. But, man, we can't forget we're fans. And we got the voice of the fan here. But the Vegas table, we're fans too. And I got to be honest, I love the calls. I personally thought the radio call might have been even better. Let me see. Yeah, we got it right here. Dame
2: to the front court. Ten seconds. Lillard now front against George.
4: Five seconds. George backing up. Lillard doesn't want to pick. Dame
2: going for the win. A three-pointer for the game. Yeah!
5: Well, I love it. It's like ten seconds. Five seconds. All right. We've been fans. It's time to get discerning. It's time to look with steely eyes, with green eye shades. RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. That was a horrible shot. Huh. I mean, Dan Patrick's been the only one I heard today that that's on the national stage. has been led with it. Fez, let's think about the process. Because the process has become a hashtag. And in a way, it's become ironic. Oh, you know someone's drinking beer the night before, you know, their uh, softball game, you know, burp, trust the process. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What is the process? It's defining, and I'm not talking about the Sixers, but the Sixers actually owned by hedge fund guys. Uh, I can, I can trust, you can trust me. What you see on, if you watch Billions and, These hedge fund guys are brilliant guys. These are PhD-level math guys oftentimes. And the process is this. Define the goal. That's the mistake most people make. They don't even know what the goal is. Is it to win a championship? Is it to not be below 500? Whatever the goal is, and it's usually going to be tied to the business goal, even though it's sports. And then what, from today's perspective— optimizes your chance to get there. That's the, and whatever that process is, you forget about the the journey, meaning it might ebb, it might flow, it might ebb, it might go up and down and good and bad. But at each given point, are your actions maximizing the chance to get to the goal. Would you agree with that definition fast? I would. Think about poker again because poker is a game of imperfect information. You don't know what the other player has as his whole cards. Chess, perfect information. That's why poker has more luck in it, and that's probably a good thing because losers win sometimes. It keeps them in the game. It's the dirty secret.
6: Magnus Carlsen wins the World Series of Chess for the
5: 15th straight year, right? <laughs> well, he's certainly been champ for a while, and we and we saw that with Kasparov. I mean, if you're a chess fan, uh, but... Here's what we'll say. The goal of Portland was to score one point, right? It was a tie game. And now you can define it a little better and don't give Oklahoma City a chance to score any points of theirs. That's it. How does dribbling the ball (laughs) for 10 or eight seconds, 40 feet from the hoop, and then putting up a 37-footer. Now, we can pull any stat we want. Oh, well, 30-footers, he's 8 for 12 or whatever. Like, you're telling me with 10 or 12 seconds, <clears throat> you get the ball down in the, you know, again, not down in the post like the old days, but someone's moving to the basket? One foul call? What? Again, it's am- once he went up for the shot, at that point, the process was shoot to shot because you have no other choice. The fact that he finished from that point and made it is amazing. It's going to go down an iconic even, I think, less than 24 hours later. But with 10 seconds left, <laughs> wasn't it a bad shot? So let's go to Jonas, who is the resident cynic in the group. What did you think? A terrible shot. Come on.
4: 37 feet out. You had time. You had the ball. I can guarantee you Terry Stotts didn't draw up a 37-foot step back to to advance to
5: the next <laughs> round. It doesn't make any sense. I'd be funny. It's like, uh, you know, they're getting ready in June for the season. It's like, Well, we got to do that at end-of-game play. (laughs) They're, like, at the beach, and they're, like, on the back of a napkin. Just put an L for Miller, and it's, like, 37 feet. All right, we'll be back at work tomorrow. But in a weird way, if it were an easy shot, it wouldn't have been iconic. I wish it would have been, like, he had no choice but to take a tough shot. Right? I mean, there's a famous play where Magic made the sky hook against Boston, the baby hook. And what people forget is if you watch the end of that game, Bird had an amazing, it was like .7 I mean, it was like, boom, you know, it had to be fire. And Bird took an amazing corner three that just clanged. I mean, it was like an inch and it would have went in. That would have been like, he had no choice, but a fall away three from the corner. But still, let's not poo-poo it too much. It was amazing, though I wouldn't teach. I don't think they're going to draw that baby up. No, in in the various basketball academies.
7: No, but uh, the, the the issue is, a lot of kids are going to think they're. I mean, that is the since it's going to be such an iconic shot, they're going to think, hey, that, that's how I want to play the game of basketball.
5: You're right, but you sound like the old guy on the pool. I know I do, but you're not. You're not even thirty five. <laughs> Last thing, and I'm not going to say this is true. I don't think. You can always know what's true. You can only know is something possible. And if you think about what Lillard did after he made this shot, think about his hand. Mm. And a lot of people said that he was waving bye-bye. If Lillard, remember, straight out of Vegas, 200 stations, when Fezzik talks, the country listens. He's been so anti-Portland. Thousands of dollars all the Twitter followers, all the stations, hundreds of thousands of listeners. If with your hand you were going to make an F, how would you make it? Think about it, Chloe. It'd be the top line. You'd have the straight, right? And then there'd be an F at the top would be your hand cupped. And then as it went down, it could be a wave. Or it could have been an F to say F-fezik. <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> It's possible. Not likely. When we come back, we are going to get Fezzik answering what the heck happened to OKC from his perspective because his kid may not be going to private school.
4: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Explore more stories like Shayna's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
2: Hey guys, it's Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are you know who's really good at Creighton, you know, watch Creighton.
3: Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com
8: slash CR show for 10% off Plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets. You don't need that. Secure your assets. Protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com crshow show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com crshow show.
5: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
4: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan, coming up here in just a moment. We will take a look back at a bad night for one member of the show.
5: Oh, but we do have fun each weekday bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the strip. Ninety one degrees. The neon is sizzling. Fez, I'm not even going to let Jonas. I'm the cross examiner here. It's time to answer. You got to answer for Santino, Carlo. It's time to answer. (laughs) I mean, how many? How many? I mean, was there a million dollars lost, you think, when you add up all the listeners? You know, if you do the math, and I mean, this show has hundreds of thousands. Our podcast has hundreds of thousands. If like 10% of the people bet like $10, it still ends up being like, Crazy money. So not only is poor Johnny your lone son, his organic vegetables are now uncertain moving forward. But there was probably a million plus dollars lost on your opinion across the country. And we did answer not- what happened. What happened, RJ, is that? Let me say this, because <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna do the easy part for Faz. Fez's talk the whole time has been, and I'll imitate Fez here,
7: and they didn't make enough threes.
5: If you look at the season average in game one and two, if they just made their season average, OKC would have won. Maybe both games, but certainly one game. Is that fair? Correct. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's assume they win one of the they, – they lost by what, four of the first game? Five, so. Five. Yeah, and they missed like a crazy amount of – and here's the thing. It's not all defense. And There's just luck to making threes. You're either hot or you're not. There you go. Now, in the game last night, Brad, you had an amazing stat. ESPN, you saw this from ESPN Stats and Info about
7: how unlikely it was that OKC lost this game. So OKC was up 15 with about 6.55 left. The Thunder had won their previous 239 games when they're leading by 15-plus points with under 7 to go. But somehow, Fez, they found a way to lose last night. Should
6: have been able to turn off the TV. Game was over, right?
5: I mean, it, it does show you. Exceptions happen. But OKC makes two extra threes. They still would have been well below their season average in game one. OKC, instead of making it one out of 240, They make it 240 out of 240 and win. All of a sudden, this series is OKC's up three to two. Coming back home. Coming back home. Laying seven. And Fez is strutting like a peacock at that point.
6: Tweeting like a madman.
5: So I think the first thing to say is, no matter how good your bet is, no matter how bad your bet is, you're dealing with inches. Okay? And that... It's something when you lose, you can take solace in, but when you win, you got to understand you only won because of inches too, and you got to keep fighting for those inches Al Pacino style, right? But let me ask you this, and this is the question. What culpability do you have? What did you miss? If you could go back in time, let's say one or two things, and look at the beginning of this series again, with the knowledge we now have, would you bet it the same way?
6: No. And here's why: Westbrook and Lillard. Westbrook is built to give you maximum effort during the regular season. He plays like a madman. He is not as good in the playoffs. Why?
5: He gets worn out during the regular nah, season. Ah, BS! That's a horrible answer. You look at Westbrook and think the problem's physical. It's between the ears it, too. When well, the, when the well game... hold on now. So you're changing your answer. So back. Let, let's just agree: Westbrook being tired because he didn't nap. I know you have senior day on Tuesday. That's not what's going on. You're now. right. It's
6: more important. We've seen this in the ghosts of playoff losses past that Westbrook, when his team gets in trouble and they get behind, he takes bad shots, he makes bad decisions, and he doesn't make his shots. He's thinking about, oh, here we go again. He makes, listen,
5: he makes everything personal, it seems, and that serves them well during the regular season. Tuesday night in Utah or something on a back-to-back, he's playing as hard as anyone – because it's personal for him. Well, it's even more personal for him in the playoffs when everyone's watching, and it probably passes the point of being optimal. He, make, he gets so intense, Westbrook. He makes it so personal. He cares too much. Yeah, he says, I'll show everybody. He shoots
6: 31 times last night, only makes 11 of them, and the irony here is that Portland wins with arguably a bad shot at post, but it's Westbrook that was taking lots of bad shots most of the game.
5: Agreed. So, I I think, one, Westbrook, you got to downgrade in the playoffs because of his intensity, because he makes it personal and he cares too much. Someone might have told you that before the series, Brad.
7: Do you, you remember who might have said that? Mm, I think the guy that's standing up behind the mic right now.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Now, what I'll say is, Lillard, you got to upgrade. I mean, One of the interesting things about this is this iconic shot happened at 1:30 a.m. Eastern. So, in a way, we're not people aren't even going to be cognizant of. Oh, they had 10 seconds. They dribble. It was pretty much the shot that's going to go all around. I mean, even on political shows I was watching today, they said, "Look at this shot!" Like on on you know on the cable channels, it was that big. But it shows you, I think, why Lillard doesn't get to do or has and he deserves because a lot of those miracles he's pulling off are happening at one in the morning. Mm. And I don't think we get, I don't know how many times we talked about Lillard on this show this year. Not much. I mean, was it even once? We might have mentioned it in a free pick or something. We did not, we have not had a segment on Lillard. I know that. How much have you upgraded him, Steve Fezzik?
6: I put him into my top 10 NBA players, and I was so impressed, RJ. Let's think about this. The third best player for Portland, Nurkic, their center, he's out. And Lillard just stepped it up Michael Jordan style and took command, even without, the, without their third best player on the court.
5: Yeah, but he made first team all NBA last year. Now, let me do the math.
7: <laughs> I
5: think that's five players. So now, after, the, after this He's now in Steve Fezzik's top 10? Yeah, and I'm embarrassed to say I had Westbrook in my top 10,
6: and I had Paul George, and I had Lillard number 12 in Steve Fezzik's list. So
5: you thought Paul George was better than Lillard. And so how did Portland win? I guess we (laughs) know why why you bet OKC. Because
6: I did not value how good Lillard is, and I have upgraded him.
5: Oh, into the top 10. Final takeaways, Brad. What a series.
7: It was, and I, you know what, I gotta say, Fez, when that shot went in, I was feeling pretty good. So you you like Fezic and his child to feel pain? I do cause I. Oh, you had a hundred dollar bet. So there's two sides of that coin.
5: You know the old saying, Jonas, is comedy is when someone else breaks their arm, and tragedy is when I stub my toe. So <laughs> the fact the fact that Fezic lost, two knows? Let's just say five figures plus. And little Johnny may or may not still be attending the same school. Brad, you win your 100, and that was the kid. Life is good. Part of it is you <laughs> like to see, I mean, let's be candid. Part of it is you like, you feel competitive with Fez. I do. Shot and Freud going on here? No, nah, it's not that. I think it's he's so competitive. You're number one. He wants to be number one.
2: He was the baddest kid around until I showed up.
5: And, I mean, one day, Fez, I mean, with senior day, one day it's going to happen. And it won't be pretty. There won't be retirement ceremonies. There's no gold watches. Just one day, you don't have the key to the door.
6: Hey, I was running around kicking butt in this town when both of you guys were still with, like, high school cheerleaders.
5: You know, Mo Green, let's give him some credit. (laughs) Let's give him some credit.
6: Guys, the Philadelphia
4: 76ers are on to the next round after a 122-100 blowout of the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night. So, RJ, now that Philly goes on with a 4-1 series
5: win, what do we make of the Sixers? So, you know, I'm skeptical of Philly, Fez, but if you just did a blind resume, Impressive,
6: Yeah, very much so. And what I like about Philly in Game 5 here, Embiid only had to play 20 minutes. So midway through the third quarter, he got to go ahead and rest and didn't have to come back. And remember, Embiid got Game 3 off. This is a nice break for Philly because we keep saying it. We don't think Embiid can play a whole lot of playoff games and Philadelphia to maintain that level with Embiid.
5: But just to be clear, and Mac, you jump in if we're wrong about this. It wasn't Embiid that he was injured and he couldn't play more than 20 minutes. Because in the prior games, he played pretty much full schedules, he, right? He Mac? missed game three. Mi- he, mi- he missed game one, right? Game
6: three. Games one and two, he played 21 and 24 minutes, and then he missed game three entirely.
5: Okay. Is
7: that right, Mac? Pulling it up right now. Okay. Yeah, th- that's right. He was a late scratch in game three. Okay.
5: So I-, I guess what confuses me, I was looking at some of his numbers from yesterday's notes, and, and, and his numbers were excellent. So he's putting up big numbers in very limited time.
6: Absolutely. Very, very efficient player.
7: And as part of the reason he didn't play ma- major minutes yesterday, I mean, the game was over. I mean, the, the Philly's up well, i agree, but, but But
5: here's the question. Is he not playing major minutes because he can't? Mm. And thus, in competitive games, it's going to be a problem? Or hasn't he played major minutes because he doesn't have to? Mm. Right? Because then I'm not worried. Then I'm impressed he's putting up such big numbers. So let's do this. Let's do the news break for a quick minute. We'll get his minutes and bead in the prior games in this series and try to discern, is this a matter that he can't play more right now, injury-wise, or they just didn't have to? Obviously, If it's a choice, it looks better for the Sixers.
4: That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Big news
1: in the NFL starting out in Kansas City. Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill won't face charges of child abuse involving his son. This stemming from an alleged incident in February. Johnson County District Attorney Stephen House said that they believe a crime did occur involving the child, but prosecutors cannot determine who committed the crime as both hill and his fiancee were under investigation child protective services are still conducting their own investigation into the matter and a report from yahoo sports says that the nfl has reached out for information regarding the case but the Johnson County District Attorney's Office has not provided that information to the NFL. The Steelers gave quarterback Ben Roethlisberger a contract extension. Tax on two years to his current deal, which was set to expire after the 2019 season. Ravens gave kicker Justin Tucker a four-year extension, which is worth $20 million. Two game fives tonight's in the M- tonight in the NBA playoffs. Jazz and Rockets in Houston in about 90 minutes. Rockets up 3-1. Warriors are up on the Clippers 3-1. They'll tip it off in Oakland at 10.30 Eastern time. The Sixers-Raptors series will begin in Toronto on Saturday night. bucks Celtics series in Milwaukee will start on Sunday afternoon. Some finals from baseball today. Padres blank the Mariners 1-0. Rockies over the Nats 9-5. While the Cardinals were 5-2 winners against the Brewers, Blake Snell returned for the Rays, but did so in a losing effort. They fall to the Royals 10-2, and the Indians beat the Marlins 6-2. Back to you guys.
4: Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR, we'll take a look ahead at the doubleheader in the NBA playoffs later on. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of
5: Vegas, R.J. Bell. In Bede's minutes, we asked the question, had he played limited mid- minutes by choice? looks like it's pretty much forced. So in game one, 24 minutes. Game two, 21 minutes for Embiid. Game three, scratch. Game four, 32 minutes. So now you could say, well, you know, maybe there's another way to look at this. If game four he goes to 32, and then in game five he doesn't need to play more than 20, the fact he played, unless he re-injured himself, you know, a little bit, then it seems like 32 is viable. And if he's able to play 32, he's fine.
6: Of course, he had five days off before he played the 32 minutes.
7: So it was because of the scratch. And it was a really close game, too, down to the wire. There wasn't a lot of margin in that one. Yeah,
5: but but that makes the point if yeah. he needed to play. But maybe the rest helped. By the way, real quick, early odds, we'll be talking about these. Raptors minus 210 over the Sixers. Sixers plus 180. And the Bucks minus 260 Celtics plus 220. So Bucks, you know, a little, you know, what, What? 70% they're saying about Fez and about 65% for the Raptors. Clear favorites next round.
4: Guys, the team that will be playing Philadelphia next round are the Toronto Raptors. Toronto has advanced after taking care of the Orlando Magic 115-96 last nine. Last night, the Raptors, a 4-1 series win.
5: You know, this is one where... I felt like game one was such a wake-up call. I felt like it was one of the worst losses for the Raptors, for any team, because Kawhi this season played like 33 and a half minutes a game. In that game at home, he played 32. After rest, you know, you have that couple days after the regular season, and you lose by like four points. It's like they were treating it like load management. But, boy, ever since Kawhi stepped up.
6: Yeah, Kawhi's just been fantastic. Uh, you take a look in the game last night. Five for five from three-point land, eight for 11. He is truly a superstar now. And this was a misleading final, RJ. Toronto won by 19. They're up by 37 with five minutes to play, just crushing Orlando. Uh,
7: Brad, you had the stat. Orlando scored the last how many points? 18 points in the game. Toronto didn't score a single point last 5-13 the game.
5: Imagine... You score the last 18 <laughs> points, and you still lose by 19. I mean, that's a loss. That, that is a statement. I tell you, though, the marketplace, they think that Toronto's almost as good as Milwaukee. I mean, if you just look at these prices, they're saying Milwaukee is a smidge better it strikes me more. I mean, I know you took him in our bet, Fez. I, you got Milwaukee. I got Toronto to win the East. Brad somehow paid a premium for Boston. <laughs> We're not judging. We like, you know, we like that he's here. Sometimes. Sometimes he's winning. Do you think Toronto and Boston are that close?
6: Or oh, I'm sorry, Toronto and Milwaukee? I still think Milwaukee's better. By about a bucket, RJ, and a big part is we don't really know from the playoffs that we saw because remember Detroit was so wounded against Milwaukee they just walked over Detroit. I want to see what happens when Milwaukee gets actually tested in the playoffs.
5: But let's agree, and I said it: when Milwaukee had a chance to, to stretch their legs, they certainly did. Oh, absolutely, ran them, ran them out. I think Johnny, your 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 only son would be in a lot better shape for private school if you had taken some of my advice in the playoffs so far.
6: That's pretty much the case in almost every week, RJ.
5: And when it comes to the NBA and Brad batting, I just will reference Tony Soprano. It's
6: guys like him that allows our whole lifestyle here.
5: So (laughs) we appreciate it, Brad. Thank
4: you. (laughs) Guys, the Denver Nuggets rolled the San Antonio Spurs 108-90 last night. Denver now has a 3-2 series lead.
5: Game 6 is back in San Antonio. You know, I wish we had more time for this, Fez. Because, to me, we actually have a special theme song when Fez is tightrope walking. What does that mean? It means he's jumping. He's going left. He's going right. He's going left. I got to tell you, Fez, Huey Lewis, hip to be square. All of a sudden, Denver loses a few games. He goes on the radio and says, Ah, Denver, big downgrade. San Antonio, big upgrade. Now you read his notes for today's show. He's like, upgrade Denver. I mean, this is like, uh, whew. Explain. Well, we're going to eat at the Waffle
6: House tonight. I keep changing my opinion. And frankly, that's all I can afford. But the explanation is point guard Jamal Murray for Denver has no playoff experience. And he was terrible in the first three games, shot less than 40% from the field. I'm like, ah, pressure is on him. He's not as good as we thought well. He's been Mr. Primetime in games four and five. Murray, 57% from the field, scored 23 and 24 points. He's been the difference.
5: I mean, are you, you're saying that with your chest out from the sternum. You can't possibly believe it was justified to downgrade Denver the way you did. I made a mistake. I know. overreacted <laughs> to three games of data. Exactly. And, and I was right here saying, why are you doing it?
6: I'm not going to lie. It wasn't my best work.
5: Hey, listen, once <laughs> someone gives up, you just got to <laughs> give it to them. I mean, be, but, but listen, guys, we're having fun with it because in the world of winning sports betters, doing that is the great crime because it's what everyone does, right? OKC okay, wins. Oh, they're great. They lose. They're horrible. That's talk radio. That's the average fan. The better realizes if you you know even during the NFL season, if you think about the best the team looked and the worst the team looked, usually the truth was somewhere in the middle. But we're prisoners of the moment. Pros can't do that. So as of now, what is the what is the power ratings between San Antonio and Denver? I
6: have Denver the better team back where we started, a point and a half better.
5: Like a tie rope, like left and right. Waffle House.
4: <laughs> can i can i ask a follow-up question on that series though absolutely okay is this in recent memory can you pick a 2-7 matchup going in western conference eastern conference whatever that feels like san antonio was the play the entire time like this one
5: see i disagree i i think right now i strongly feel like denver It's almost like if you I don't ever want to be shot. But if you if you if you're shot and somehow you survive what was that rap wasn't there a rapper it might have been fifty didn't he get shot like nineteen times or something? Yep. Now listen, assuming you don't have lingering health problems, which seems pretty likely in that case, (laughs) don't you think nothing can stop me? Right? It's like there's the famous Simpsons line where the doctor tells Mr. Burns, he says, uh, you've got these 19 or whatever different illnesses, but somehow they're all working against each other, so you're fine. Like, they're all battling each other, but you've got 19 different, like, cancer. And, the, and he looks at him and goes, so you're saying I'm invincible? And it's like there would be something like, you know, even a bullet's not going to take me down. Well, you look at Portland. I mean, they were down significantly in Game 2. 19 points. If they lose that game, they're down 0-2, going to San Antonio. They were down 12 points in Game 4. Now, they dominate. By 18, Game 5, I mean, obviously, being up in the series is a big advantage, but I think psychologically, the San Antonio experience gave them an edge early. They couldn't stomp them out, and now Denver says... Okay, you missed your chance. Fast thoughts.
6: I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's actually a situation where let's not get get into that recency bias and I think we'll, we'll see a bounce back from the Spurs. Well, here. No, no,
5: no. Recency bias would be the Spurs. The fact that if you look at Denver's record over 87 games how's it compared to San Antonio's well, over 87. Well, clearly superior. So who's got recency bias? There was like some moment in in uh Game 84 that maybe, or 85, you could have made the case. After 85 games, you could have said, well, in the last three, San Antonio's been better. That's recency bias. When you have a two seed against a seven, and the seven has an edge early because of experience, and he still can't beat them, knock them down. Now you look at the whole, I mean, at this point, who has more confidence, Denver or San Antonio? Denver. And who's the better team? Denver. So what's the recency bias? Take it
6: back. I'll take it back. But Denver's terrible on the road compared to at
5: home. They don't have to win another road game. Game seven, I think they win. By the way, right now, Nuggets minus 475 to win the series. If you want to get on the Fez train to nowhere, plus 400. Plus 400 with the Spurs. When we come back, boy, it's going to be a busy one. We're going to talk about all tonight's NBA games and Who's favored to be the number one pick in the NFL draft?
4: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at Meta.com/slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm
2: CJ Toledonna, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game.
4: Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see
8: your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots.
3: Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to
8: 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go
4: book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
5: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas
4: Knox, voice of you, the fan. We have got first pitch coming up a little over 10 minutes from now between the Phillies and the Mets on ESPN. Right now on pregame.com, the Phillies are a minus 130 favorite.
5: This is what we call a 30-second handicap. Steve Fezzik.
6: I lean to the Mets plus a dollar twenty. It's all about the Mets being undervalued since they've been on the road almost the entire year. The Mets have only had seven home games out of how, how many? 23, RJ. So think about this. They're only 13 and 10, the Mets, but the fact that they're 13 and 10 with all those road games means I
5: think they're undervalued. Now that's an example of where recency bias actually exists, where people will just look at their record and say, We now know what the Mets are, but if a team has advantages early in the year or disadvantages, it can be deceiving. I got to tell you, Fez, on Twitter, text, a lot of sympathy for you. I mean, they're just saying, you know, in a way, Fez had a you know a tough loss with OKC. Now he's coming out trying to somehow take on RJ. And the general thought's been something like, It takes guts climbing back in that ring knowing you're going to take a beating. So we, we <laughs> want to tell you that we appreciate it. I feel like I've been blocking punches
6: with my face.
4: Guys, we've got a doubleheader in the NBA playoffs on TNT. First up at 8 Eastern time, the Houston Rockets looking to close it out against the Utah Jazz. The Rockets
5: are an 8.5 point favorite. Well, I think uh, motivation here, it's kind of anything you can do, I can do better. I think Golden State is watching Houston, and Houston's watching Golden State.
6: Exactly right, and I like Houston for that motivation issue. Both teams, so you're betting it? I'm betting it. Both teams want to wrap up their series because they can't risk having to play a game six and have to go into their next match against their opponent with less rest, RJ.
5: Is it that simple? Is that there's so much better... Than their opponents, if they're max motivated, they're going to be the size.
6: Oh, I think so. They Both these teams will walk over their opponents. And we've seen Houston just absolutely um, have their way with Utah. Utah. Utah got one game in altitude. Up 3-1 in their series
4: against the Clippers. The Golden State Warriors are a 15-point favorite in Game 5 later on tonight.
5: Wowza. What do you think? And
6: it, I lean to Golden State just because it's not a like because I hate laying 14 and a half, but even more motivation, RJ, because they'll likely have seen Houston just one, and that will make Golden State even more motivated to get a big W and get a big lead.
5: Now, that's interesting. Do you wait, and if Houston wins, firing Golden State then, mm. and maybe if Houston loses, you don't bet Golden State.
6: Mm, I like that. Or maybe just parlay the two together.
5: Well, that's what you can do Because a parlay is a way to get the correlation. But since you can wait, and if you don't like Houston, but if you like both of them, I think it is a parlay. Because if Houston wins, it increases the chance going state plays hard. Guys, the NFL draft is tomorrow
4: in Nashville. RJ, there's been a lot of talk about who's going number one, who's going to be the first pick. But what do the odds say in Vegas on who actually goes number one?
5: You know, it's one of my favorite things about – Vegas is it's not jibber and jabber. It's cash. And sometimes you have a direct example. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, will Tom Brady retire? There's, you know, in a given year, there's no bet for that, let's say. So, you know, Vegas doesn't tell you anything. Well, you can bet on the draft. So on one hand, we got Mel Kuyper. <clears throat> let's give him credit. He started this industry of draft predictions, of draft analysis, he's done awesome, both business-wise, he's great on air, and he's knowledgeable. He says 99% plus Arizona takes Kyler Murray. Now, on the other hand, various reports that they won't take Murray. To me, Colin said something today that was so right. He said the reason Arizona wants people to think it's uncertain is it helps them trade Josh Rosen. If you know that they're going to take Murray – all of a sudden, they feel like you got to get rid of Rosen. So maybe Arizona's planting some stories saying, hey, we're not necessarily going to take Murray, which means Rosen becomes more valuable. But if you look at the odds, the betting market is splitting the difference. They're pretty much saying 75%, 80% chance. Kyler Murray goes number one. You can bet $4 to win a dollar if you want to bet on him. So 80%. Murray goes number one, that's what Vegas says.
4: The Odd Couple is next here on Fox Sports Radio. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, for a full preview on the NFL Draft right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeart Radio app, search FSR to listen live. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall.